1: Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.
2: You are Locked On Cowboys, your Uh, daily Dallas Cowboys uh. podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Locked, Network, your on, team every lock, day.
0: Lock, lock, on, lock, lock, on, Locked, on Locked on Cowboys. Welcome back
1: to the Locked On Cowboys Podcast. I am Marcus Mosier. He is Landon McCool, and the Cowboys get a much needed win over the Saints. 27 to 17. Landon, we're gonna just jump right into it.
0: Should you feel good about this win for the Cowboys? I think it's okay to feel neutral, honestly, about it because there's there's plenty of, of uh, to be concerned about just based on what we saw. I think there's also plenty of, you know, reason. I think this is, look, uh, this is, to me, this is what we are talking about before we came on the air. This, to me, was the definition of a trap game. You know, you, you, you've got a lot of excuses built in why you should lose this game. You're playing in a tough place. You're playing without your head coach despite all the players that you got back, you know, this week, you're a pretty beat up team. And a lot of those players that came back, you know, were playing in a very extremely limited role. Um, uh, you know, the saints uh, had a, an unconventional offense that was, uh, you know, probably difficult to prepare for. And, and certainly hadn't been seen unleashed quite like this. Uh, and, and uh, you know, I think this was a game that the Cowboys easily could have lost and, 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 and have lost in the past and they didn't. Uh, however, I mean, it's absolutely impossible to come out of that game and not feel, uh, again, concerned that the offense just looked sluggish and 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 it didn't to me seem like it was execution as much as I you know I think there was play calling issues I think there was uh, uh, just uh, you know how how the the coaches were trusting the offense issues that really played out in in you know I think something like six three and outs for the offense so I, you know it. It's a win. You won a dirty game, an ugly game, which is an important thing to do in the NFL. Uh, so you should feel good about that. We should have a victory Friday tomorrow, which is the one of the best kind of victory days. Because <laughs> you get a double whammy, it's Friday. And oh, you won. yeah. Yeah. But I, I think we've got a lot to talk about over the next week because, you know, I think this offense still has a ways to go to get right. I think they can. We'll talk about that. But I, I there's, you know, there's a lot to, to dig into and, and not all of it is positive.
1: Can I talk out of the, both sides of my mouth for just a little bit? I feel like I did, so please, yes. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was hoping for like the snarky comment. It would do what you'd say. It'd be no different than usual. Um, <laughs> listen, it's really hard to win in the NFL. It, I mean, we should never be upset about a win. Ever, 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 right? Especially when you go on the road after just playing two games in, what, four days, And now you only have seven days, and it was, it was such a weird week for the Cowboys for seventeen different reasons, right? Yeah. So going in and getting a double-digit point win, and really, this is really like a seventeen-point win. You were up by seventeen points with two minutes left in this game. It it wasn't really all that close. However, there are things like you're going into meetings on Saturday and Sunday. There's a lot to work on here, right? Like, oh yeah, this team the way it's currently playing it's not playing like a super bowl caliber team it's not playing like a team that's probably going to get out of the first round does that mean that we can't eventually get there no i mean, that's certainly not the case but uh i i just think i'm never going to apologize for winning a game just I, especially after how the last couple of weeks are gone let's yeah just, uh, let's just enjoy some this win right i would have taken that raiders win you know? <laughs> yeah. So, so mean, it, if they win I'm that game on Thanksgiving,
0: I'm, right? My, my apple pie would have so much better if yeah. they won that game. <laughs> you know, look, I mean, we have high expectations for this team because they've they've shown us what they can do, right? And and I think that, that it's not um, unhealthy or, uh, uh, you know, un, un, unfan-like to expect your, your team to play better against a, a, a lesser a lesser opponent i mean they, they, they listen these the, the saints they played fantastic on defense sean payton play calling is out of his mind he's just the, way he, squeeze, he's he, the way, way he can squeeze he's such the way he can. yeah yeah both of them dennis allen and 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 uh payton are both incredible coaches i mean there's you know payton even more so because he, he's squeezing water out of a stone You know, I mean, they got nothing on that side of the ball. And he's just scheming guys open, making easy throws that even a guy as terrible as we saw, Taysom Hill, could make and and get big gains. So uh, I think, you know, again, this was a very bizarre game for all the reasons that we mentioned. You lose your head coach to COVID. How many times do you lose your head coach midweek, right? It's it's not even your head – just your head coach, right? think it's a line coach.
1: Yeah, it would be – different if it was one coach but it's your offensive line coaches
0: your strength and conditioning coaches i mean it it was a lot of people and and all the shuffling that you had to do to make up for that you know everyone having to kind of do slightly different jobs than what they're used to it's disjointing and 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 you know even with cooper back in the lineup you know the offense didn't couldn't really rely on him outside of third downs And, and and on top of that the insistence kind of to just continually hit inefficient runs in the middle of the, of the offensive line that weren't working I, I i look i i think the cowboys clearly had a plan to try to get the saints out of the too high shell and that involves trying to run the football a lot but there was a certain point when at least mixed up the sequencing right and that's what it felt like the problem was on this we've 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 uh, we've we've really talked about play sequencing with with these guys and how good it has been on, throughout the year. And I think we need to point out when it's bad. And and for the last you know two or three games, I understand who you have playing in these games. But this week you had everybody short of a fully healthy Cooper who was in the game but just wasn't in the game all the time. And the play sequencing sucked. It, you know it, oh, it, it it's like, everyone except for Kelleher and Mike McCarthy apparently realizes doesn't realize that Zeke is hurt. And and you know and it's just. I I've been as much of a Zeke apologist as anybody here. I think you can attest to that. I, I, I don't know what's going on here where we can't at least accept the fact that Zeke should be getting a third, if less of if less of the carries at this point, and maybe just being in on, on pass protection situations where you need him. But I just, at this point and, and why they insist on trying to hit the middle of that defense instead of going outside early. I I don't, did they even attempt an outside run outside of what, they're calling CD Lambs catch and run yeah Pollard in the first half no Pollard. i'm talking about i'm talking about lambs outside oh. of oh yeah Pollard's touched up but i'm saying in the first half no 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 did the they only one. did they even the attempt uh, yeah i mean that's well that's kind of ridiculous you know
1: i want to save some of the offensive struggles for a third segment cuz we're we're going to get into that but okay. um <laughs> again they're 8 and 4 they this stretch did not go exactly they were you know the way they were playing the three, three game stretch they went one and two um but they're fine right they're, they're eight and four yeah. they're they're going to be in the hunt to maybe be the two seed or the three seed you got to win big picture this is okay um i want to talk about the defense though but before we do that Tell you guys about Built Bar. It's the best tasting protein bar out there. It's hard to even explain it. Real chocolate, amazing flavors. It's just a great combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar with no crazy additives. Best of all, they taste fantastic. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCK10, and you will get $10 off your next box at BuiltBar.com. All right, let's talk about the defense. So if you look at the stats, and stats can be very deceiving here, Cowboys gave up 405 yards of offense to the Saints. Uh, taysom hill had 100 rushing yards in this game 11 carries for 100 yards the Saints ran for 153 yards and yet the defense of the cowboys absolutely dominated absolutely dominated this game for several different reasons four interceptions in this game uh they had a couple a couple sacks on taysom hill they really had him not feel, feeling comfortable in the pocket at all i first want to start with Demarcus Lawrence how nice is it to have him back in the lineup
0: I mean it's huge. I mean it was especially huge this week because you needed somebody to be a dominant run player uh, and I feel like he was, you know, when he was on the field he was he was winning his matchups for sure. I can't imagine um, what it
1: would look like if he was not out there.
0: Yeah, I mean it'll, a lot of you know we went back at the beginning of the season and if you listen we talked about how a lot of these teams this is kind of a philosophy of the staley defenses and I think for the Cowboys in a large degree now Run it. You have to have a hole somewhere on your defense, and right now they're having a hard time against these teams that want to line up and run uh, this the kind of zone read stuff because you obviously gain an extra gap with the quarterback uh, uh, as a, as an extra runner, and then just you know kind of lining up and stopping the run. You know when it gets into the red zone, they're able to kind of clamp down a little bit and they're able to get off the field, but overall they're giving up a ton of yardage. And ultimately, look look at what the result is. It doesn't mean much. Getting a bunch of, of of yards on the ground ultimately doesn't mean much if you can't score points. Yeah. Uh, and the Saints couldn't do that. You know that they, they could. They were picking up chunk plays, but considering, uh, uh you know, they got uh, what'd you say the total yardage was? 435 405 yards. Four hundred five. They had seventeen points. You know, and that's ultimately what what what's what matters. So and they had I think, ten in the first fifty-eight minutes of this game. Yeah, and it that's you know that's why I, I saw some people complaining about you know, one of those punts a little bit later in the game. And I was sitting there going, you put them inside the 15 yard line and they can't throw the ball. They're yeah. going to kill the clock for you because the Cowboys can't run the football. Yeah. So exactly. yeah, it, you know, it, it, it's one of those things where this was, like I said, a very weird game that looked super way more ugly on the defensive side because you were, it looked like you were going to bleed out in running yards but ultimately it was a scratch it was that that it wasn't so bad and and i think you know the fact that the turn, they were able to consistently get turnovers make plays in the ball um you know some of those they, got, they were gimmies but they still made plays in the ball which is impressive you know hill was under pressure all game long there was good pressure i think there was times when you know he was able to get back there and throw because the Cowboys weren't even expecting him to throw they were running so much but uh you know short of a couple lapses early in the game Uh, I thought the defense overall played really well despite their kind of struggles to stop Taysom Hill running game, which like I said, this was exactly what we talked about before, before in the week, right? Like uh, a difficult kind of tricky offense Mm -hmm. with, with a lot of QB run stuff. It's difficult to prepare for, uh, but ultimately it's not usually a a winning combination on its own. If you can't throw the football.
1: What I love in this for the defense is, All their stars made plays when they needed to, right? DeMarcus Lawrence got, I don't know how many pressures in this game, but he hit Taysom Hill all night long. Micah Parsons got a huge sack on a third down that forced the, the Saints to punt rather than kick a field goal. Trevon Diggs got an interception, and then Carlos Watkins had a pick six.
0: So all their stars made plays. Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, I, I threw it's, Carlos
1: it, Watkins in there as a star. You didn't I, oh, I, I, I didn't
0: day. even catch that because uh, <laughs> Carlos Watkins is such a star in my mind that uh, I, I just glossed right over your joke. I apologize. But, I mean, look, if, if you're going to absorb the loss of, of, uh, of a Brent Urban, you need guys like Carlos Watkins to make plays. I don't know that any of us were expecting a pick six um but just but a clean think, yeah.
1: pick six too like not I even when
0: it's just tipped
1: like a just incredible <laughs> catch uh yeah it was nuts, i, I want to go back actually. to parsons for a second the sack yeah, was unbelievable yeah. wasn't even his best play of the day the the route or the job he did covering was it a wheel route you know where he got beat initially but he was Stills able to it. Yeah. to force and basically the receiver to have the ball clunk off his hands and then Jaron cursed to intercept it I mean, just it was an incredible play by him. I, I thought Parsons in this game going back to more of an off the ball linebacker was just
0: incredible. More displaying of just like what what he what that he could do everything, you know, and, and just kind of m- more padding the resume. He's way past defensive rookie of the year. I mean, that's like I that got sealed up. He's, weeks to go, sacks already. he's he's defensive player of the year nominee at this point. Yeah, I mean he's and, certainly and in the this... conversation, right? And this was and this was a resume builder for that I don't know if he actually wins the award but I mean I think this game more games like this and he's had a game like this seemingly for the last four or five weeks uh, He's it's gonna be hard to make an argument against him honestly uh, and Diggs
1: had an interception as we mentioned he almost had like almost three two. other ones in this game yeah. Uh, yeah. you can just feel it like it's, it's, I, I don't know I just get the sense now like okay Diggs is gonna get one he's really really close. Uh, he did ultimately get one. The Cowboys went three and out on the next drive and it didn't really end up mattering too much, but Hey, he got his ninth interception of the season. I actually think the defense played really well. And there's a couple spots on their defense that man, they can just have little improvements, whether it's guys coming back from injury, uh, you know, the defensive tackles, Tristan Hill and Bill Gallimore. Uh, one of the linebacker spots. I don't want to mention who um, Vandrush. Uh, <laughs> And That's then terrible. Casey was up and down in this game. But other than that, I thought the rest of the defense was really good. Anthony Brown, I thought was so much better this week than he was last week. Uh, just kudos to them. They won this game for Dallas.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they, they, they played fantastic. Like I said, it doesn't look as pretty. It certainly didn't look as pretty in the first half. But, uh, you know, you ultimately look at what happened by the, the end of the game uh, with, the, with the final score and, and you, you're totally thrilled with the results.
1: Uh, All right, I want to talk about the offense because that's the story of this game. But before we do that, tell you guys about BetOnline. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports.
2: Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.
1: All right, Landon. uh, Do you know how many drives the Cowboys had in this game? I don't, actually. 14 offensive drives. They scored 20 points on offense. They were 2
0: of 13 on third down in this game yikes it's 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 a problem you know i mean and and again like the the problem is that they shouldn't have to rely on third downs you know the the problem is is that they got in too many third downs that and then we say
1: that all the time right the best way to be good on third down is just to avoid them altogether.
0: yeah absolutely and and the saints you know are a very good defense. And so when you get into third down, you greatly decrease your chance of, you know, obviously converting because you're getting into a situation. They they know you have to usually pass, especially in third and long. And and again, it goes back to play sequencing. If you're going to continually try to run your head into the wall and accept, you know, no gains and throwing away first downs, and then you're not going to actually go for it on fourth down. Uh, you know, until later points, then you're, you're really limiting your ability to convert on, on these drives. And, and the Cowboys are putting themselves consistently into third and longs and allowing the saints to attack them down, uh, uh, blitz them and then play coverage in the back end. And the saints are one of the few teams again, that has pretty good coverage on the back end so that they can, and again, a very good defensive coordinator who can fool you with some, with interesting blitz and interesting coverages behind those blitzes. Uh, and, and, you know, make this a much more difficult game than it really needed to be. Uh, and that's mm-hmm. where I think I'm frustrated is that it feels like you've, you've got your guys back now. I understand the Cooper's still not 100%, but it felt like they had success being aggressive at times. Um, and, uh, and they kind of went away from that. And I, and I guess I understand the, the idea of trying to pull them out of their shell with the run game. But you're not pulling them out of the shell with, with the run game if, no. you're, if you're not gaining any yards. If, if, if you're consistently not able to run the football, you needed. They should have tried something else earlier in the in the in the game, and they waited, I guess, until the second half to try to attempt an outside run short. Like I said, outside of the tunnel, the tunnel screen to, to the lamb in the first half. So that that part was extremely frustrating, uh, and it led to a lot of frustrations. And then you know throughout the game, it just felt like. You know, things were just a little bit off and staggered and they weren't able to get a, a, a rhythm other than like a small part of like what was it the second quarter when they, you know, they, they had a two or three drives in a row. I think they had some success. Yeah, it's just, you know, they have 10 days to get to get things right. And I do have confidence that they can. Um, but it, I mean, again, it's hard not to point back to. All first of all, all the unnecessary shuffling that happened on the offensive line, you know, less than two weeks ago, it well, still feels I got like a
1: feeling we're probably going to do more shuffling next week, right?
0: We'll see. I mean, I don't know. Like that's that's the thing that's frustrating about this is that like I felt like the pass protection was pretty decent, but the run game looked like it was suffering. And
2: so and then, that's-
1: what's the point of playing Connor McGovern at left guard if your run game is going to continue to struggle? Just give me the better pass blocker.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, again, I wasn't necessarily advocating for Connor McGovern to come in over Connor Williams, and, and was I wasn't I. necessarily advocating for Terrence Steele to come in over L- Leo Collins. So, I, I don't know. You know, I mean, I, I, the good news is they've got, a, like I said, a extended break to kind of figure this out before. Hey, <laughs> you got to win. You got to win these division games. I mean, you can't at least well, can't. You know, you got some good way, defensive lines coming right. up as well. Yeah, and and the, and you, you certainly need to survive the, the next few weeks. So, the Cowboys need to figure that out. They, I think, they have the players and the system to do it. I think they just they need to get back in sync. It just felt like you know there was too many times when Dak was out of sync with the receiver, with with the play caller, and the quarterback seemed like they were out of sync. Uh, and I, they just need to kind of have a normal week. Maybe you know, honestly, maybe that's it. They just haven't had a normal week in, in weeks, and it and it shows. It, sh- it looks like they're disjointed. I agree with you. Although, I, I, I thought the pass protection as a whole was pretty
1: good today. The pass protection was good, yeah. Dak got sacked, was it, twice in this game? Once. And the one sack was really more of a coverage sack. He kind of held the ball. Um, yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I thought the pass protection was fine. There was one time where Tyron kind of got spun into and the guy hit Dak in the helmet, and that was the interception. But – I don't yeah. know. I I don't feel like that's the biggest concern. I, I really don't. I think the play sequencing, as you mentioned, and I still think they really miss a healthy Amari Cooper. He played 24 snaps today. Oh yeah. And yeah. on the drive that he played the third down and caught the 35 yard pass, they scored a touchdown on, and it was really yeah. the only good offensive drive they had all day where they walked the ball up and down the field. It just feels like without Amari, things are so hard for this offense, and I'm not sure why. Is it because they don't have anybody that can win on the outside quickly? Is it because teams are just defending them differently? I don't know. Uh, But, man, they miss a healthy Amari.
0: Well, if they don't have Amari, they have to be able to run the football. They can't not have both, right? And I think that's the issue is that they they need a solid running game Without Amari Cooper, they don't have three elite wide receivers who can beat man coverage by themselves. So you need a running game to to draw bodies away to open things up down the field for Gallup and, and, and open things up for these guys. And I think the problem is, is when your get running game is struggling and you don't have Cooper, uh, it becomes a tough slog because they, they can do a lot more things to you to kind of take away the, the remaining guys on your team that are kind of the, the, who you would be targeting, CeeDee Lamb. And, yeah, I, uh, I will you know, also say like this. Gallup.
1: I think the offense is missing a little bit of Blake Jarwin, just somebody else that can stretch the defense vertically from the middle because we, we both love Dalton Schultz, but that's not really his game, right? If you have mm. another tight end that you feel comfortable, you know, doing some play action rollouts and getting him the ball up the field, Sean McKeelan's just not that right now. And he's no. still, he's just not the athlete, not having him in combination with having a banged up Zeke and having a less than hundred percent Amari Mario Cooper has definitely hurt this offense. I'm still, Still, in it. they can be so much better. That's what's absolutely. They only scored twenty points in this game.
0: They, they can yeah. be a lot better than what we saw this one. Absolutely, and I think they will. I mean, I still have confidence that they will because we still we see it still, right? Like they get into two minute offense and Dak goes, you know, eight of nine, you know, and, and goes ninety five yards to to set up a field goal before the before the half, you know, or they when it, when they get to a, a down to a certain point they start putting the foot on the gas. They still that still dices people, right? It's just they need to figure out where the run game went. It, first of all, the, the run game just in general seems static. You know, like I, I don't, I don't want to endorse just running the football for, for running the football. Like like just for number sake, get, right? Just yeah, for we're trying to, you know, we're trying to get yardage here. So let's diversify the run game. Let's you know you know, more outside stuff. If you need a power, like the power worked immediately as soon as they ran it, you know, it's like, so, so, so run some more of the G sweeps, get, get guys on the move outside. Uh, you know, you've got athletic offensive linemen. Like, I don't know why they weren't using them. They were just trying to move people off the ball, the ball vertically. And it wasn't working. Uh, and I, I think, you know, again, you, you need to just understand where your team is at this point and understand that, that running Zeke Elliott as in his current state in the middle of this def- the middle to the defensive line is is not a winning play and it certainly isn't something that you should be starting half of your drives with. Like
1: well explain yeah. to me why Zeke had twice as many touches in this game as Tony Pollard.
0: I can't really it, I, mean, I really can't.
1: It was so I, obvious on the one play where Zeke got to the outside because of good blocking and he can't run. Like it's so I mean, that should have been like a
0: 15 or 20 yard gain like eat for, for Zeke that's a 15 20 yard gain and he just can't do it like he I can't so get to wh- a third gear like not much less like his fourth gear
1: and it's not to say that Pollard would be crushing the inside runs because I don't think he would because the the blocking's just not there it's just does no, Zeke yeah. Elliott really need to take that many touches like I get it he's still fine in short yardage and if you want him out there pass protecting I get it but man, it doesn't make sense to give him 13 carries and Pollard only gets 7, especially after Pollard showed you what he can do in space. I, I still just it is mind-boggling to me. That's all.
0: Yeah, and and again, you know, I mean, it does I don't think it really would have mattered uh, too much. I mean, uh, Pollard had to break two pretty serious tackles to make that long touchdown. It's, he can't do that every play. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So at some point you got to you got to figure out a way to block better you got to tighten up your blocking I, I mean i hate to say it but i think maybe they missed their offensive line coaches more than they missed their head coach in this game which
1: makes sense on game
0: day to be honest yeah absolutely it does because they, yeah. they i i think an offensive line coach would have said hey let's mix up the play calling here these guys are not they're not having success trying to get yeah. v- vertically in, you know, pushing these guys off the ball let's get the ball outside a little bit uh let's talk
1: about deck a little bit in this game 26 of 40 238 yards a touchdown and an interception uh has not played particularly well since the Kansas City game are you nervous about him at all
0: no I mean I, I think you know he had some look that the interception probably should have been a penalty uh, on on Norman. probably should have thrown
1: it though anyways I don't think he, the CD wasn't that,
0: that that too um I I don't know i I think a, I don't think he was off so much is I think that there was, there are communication and a lack of sync between, him and his wide receivers right now. I think that's, that's more my concern is that it just feels like these guys are just out of sync in a, in a lot of ways. I mean, I thought Dak made some incredible throws tonight. Oh, the and, one, um, the
1: CD lamb was one of the best throws he's made this absolutely season.
0: Absolutely absurd. Yeah. And, and just, you know, I mean, this, people don't realize, but that the, uh, the fades that he, the goal to, line, gallop Yeah. That's a typical throw, too. And Gallup may obviously had the hardest part of the job, no doubt. Now um, he missed the, the way, what he a,
1: missed the touchdown to CD Lamb on fourth down. It, it just if he lobs that ball a little higher. I I,
0: like, I I want to hear what, what happened there because honestly, even watching that live, I think I think CD Lamb was supposed to turn the other way. So Eggman I, 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 made it seem like I wasn't Aikman listening to what Aikman. Aikman. Like I was listening to shams. You know, so what did
1: yeah. they say? I said Aikman made it seem like cd ran the right route it's just up to dak to throw that ball with a lot more loft so cd can adjust to it not throw it on the line
0: i mean i, I certainly am not I'm, i don't know that either no just, more that's than, Aitman, but yeah just that's what it looked like to me because he was coming back in and there was no one in the middle of the field behind him so i didn't understand why that's why i thought the play design was leading him there that, that's what my assumption was so maybe i'm wrong but okay. yeah i mean i think he missed either way they didn't connect there and like that goes back to again, it's like whether it's Dak not throwing the ball well or, or they're out of sync. I, I'm not worried about Dak, like, you know, long term. I'm worried about this offense getting back in sync, and I think that they will.
1: All right, Landon. Well, we, uh, we covered the Cowboys win. They are eight and four going into the week, uh, week 13. We get to watch Washington play the Raiders. We get to just sit back for the next 10 days. And uh, think about this awesome win. I'm just gonna keep saying how great it is to win because man, I
2: really it missed great the last win. couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, right? like we we, sh- we should not take it for granted. I mean, no. we only get a we only get if we're lucky we get ten plus of these a, a year, and and in the off season we don't get anything. So uh, well, and you know I, part I, of the reason why I'm saying this is a good win it,
1: because I remember last year where it sucked yeah. to lose all those games straight, and then when you do win a game, it doesn't really matter because you're out of playoff right. contention to win a game on the road against a team that has playoff aspirations when you're struggling is great. So it's not perfect. They've got a lot to work on, but they needed that win and they got it done.
0: Yeah. I, 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 I would say the last thing for me is that this was a tough game. Like, I think we knew that this potentially was going to be a tough game going in. Um, I don't think anybody liked the way that ultimately the offense played Uh, But we came out with the win, and I think now we've got a mini-buy to kind of course-correct things going into the final run. We're getting players back. You know, Things certainly could be looking up here. Going into a win as opposed to a loss was a huge difference, and we should recognize that. Last
1: thing before we head out. Um, Yeah. We've talked about this during the offseason, about having different paths to victory. And we said we kind of thought going into the year, the Cowboys were going to have to be an offense that scored in the upper 20s every game. And the defense would need to just make a couple stops a game to win, right? Yeah. Good teams have a lot of different ways to win. If your offense is having a bad day like they did, can your defense step up and make stops and win a game for you? They just did that on the road. They got four turnovers. They forced multiple punts when they needed to. They gave up 10 points again in the first 58 minutes of this game. That's, just, that's the formula for a good team. Find ways to win games when everything's not going perfectly.
0: Absolutely, and and the defense uh, deserves all the accommodations it's getting, uh, because again, to rewind, we hoped this was be a middle of the we hoped this would be a middle of the pack defense, and now we're seeing that this is a defense that you know again bled a lot in the rain, running game, but when when it came down to when they needed it, their big players made big plays. And 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 if you can you know rely on that you know here and there on the weeks when your offense isn't performing the way it's supposed to, uh, that's how you win the games you're you're supposed to, and you win the games that maybe you're not supposed to.
1: Week fourteen, the Cowboys could possibly have Micah Parsons, Randy Gregory, Neville Gallimore, Demarcus Lawrence all playing at the same time in their front seven that would be quite the sight to see so you get that to look forward to over the weekend and throughout all next week we'll be back on monday we'll talk about some of the all 22 stuff that we watched over the weekend uh we'll talk about some of the rest of the stuff that's going on in the nfc let's see which team slips up this week between washington the eagles and the giants because you know at least one of them well it's just it's inevitable right Uh, so uh, thank you guys for watching and download the show wherever you get your podcast you can follow Landon at McCoolBCB I am at Marcus underscore Mosier Uh, enjoy your victory Friday and we'll see you next time
2: hey Prime members you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad free on Amazon Music download the Amazon Music app today is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements?